Welcome to the FitPro podcast today. We are joined by the co-founder of Selkie Swim, Jeremy Laming. Now, with temperatures beginning to drop, the last thing you will be thinking of doing is outdoor cold water swimming. Um, but perhaps you or your clients might be intrigued to take the plunge after this podcast. Let's find out. Jeremy, it's great to have you with us today. Um, please, can you start by introducing yourself to all of the fit pros out there? Uh, hello, all the fit pros out there. My name is Jeremy Laming. Um, as introduced there, I uh, am the co-founder of Selfie Swim Co, a open water swimming kit brand. Um, but I also have a few other strings to my bow all around open water swimming. Firstly, I'm the co-founder of Henley Swim Events, which are four uh, nationally renowned events now. Um, that uh, we have quite a few thousand people come along to swim at every year in the summer. Um, I'm also uh, an ambassador for the RLSS, the Royal Life Saving Society, um, which is an anti-drowning charity. Um, and our swims are the first to be what's called Shout Accredited, which is a national open water accredit- safety accreditation for swimming events. Um, what else can I say about myself? <laughs> um, my longest swim that I've done is a 50 mile one uh, in the Thames from Oxford to Henley. Uh, and my favourite swim is just outside Henley from Lebanon to the Firefall. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> how, uh, how, how was the Thames swim? The Thames swim was uh, really gruelling actually. It took us three days and by about lunchtime on the first day I was thinking crumbs, what have I signed myself up for? Um, it was both mentally exhausting and mentally tough uh, as well as physically. You certainly had to alter your, your swimming technique and your stroke mm. so that you didn't do your shoulders in. But uh, it was great to it was great to do it and we had a fantastic reception in Henley when we arrived and we raised uh, a lot of money for a, a local charity, um, the Children's Centre, which the five of us who did it were very pleased with. Fantastic. And obviously, in the, for those of you who are listening who are Londoners, um, they'll remember the summer heat wave. Um, many Londoners flocked to Hampstead Ponds uh, to try and uh, get, in, get in some water. Are you able to tell me a bit more about um, how cold water swimming has grown in popularity um, throughout the UK? And what, what clubs are around for people to, to join? Yeah, cold water swimming has grown. I mean, back when I first started swimming in the Thames was was around about 2003, uh, 2003, 2004. And there really wasn't many people swimming in open water back then at all. I mean, obviously triathlon was, was happening mm. well underway, but there were, there were certainly very few people uh, swimming in the lakes and in and around and the, and the river in and around the Thames. Uh, and what we've seen is that growth in open water swimming generally, uh, more and more people swimming in the Thames and on, on, on a midsummer's day now, um, you know, over, over a 10 mile reach um, with Henley in the centre of that, there could be as many as 150 people swimming in different groups and uh, up and down the, uh, up and down that section of the Thames alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in lakes, we, you know, one of our ne- nearby lakes, Ferencfield Lakes or Queenford Lakes, as it's known just up by Oxford, sometimes they can have as many as 400 people turning up for a single session. So it's really, really growing out. And out of that has come this niche of cold water swimming, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably still uh, only really a few years old. There'll be people out there, of course, who say, load of rubbish, I've been swimming in the, in the sea since, you know, <laughs> 
mm. we're seeing that that being a quite an interesting area of, uh, of growth and, and more and more people coming to it. And, and, and what do you think has, has driven to that to that growth? Well, it's, it's new and it's edgy, um, and uh, so I think there's kind of bragging rights around it. But uh, that said, I don't think the people who do it do it because they want to brag. They do it because of the feeling that you get from um, the cold water swimming, um, and really the, the massive bolts of endorphins that kick into your body, mm-hmm. which you're able to do it and control it. Um, and a feeling that lasts uh, easily throughout the day, if not um, over a couple of days, really. Fantastic. And to know about your your experiences of, of cold water swimming, what, what do you gain from the experience? Well, uh, a- anyone who knows me and listens to the podcast will, will have a chuckle because I'm a notoriously poor cold or open water swimmer. <laughs> um, but I, I do I do try my best, if you like, um, of, of getting involved in it. Certainly, what I notice is that if I've gone for a, uh, a swim or a cold swim, and everybody's idea of cold is relative, so mm. one, one person's cold might be another person's roasting, but really, open water swimming in general is cold because it's generally below 20, 20 degrees in, in the UK, which will make most people jump up and down a bit. But my personal experience is uh, certainly if I've gone for a, a, a cold swim, the, the amused experience is, is, is quite tough to, to start with because uh, every every part of your body is saying, hang on a second, this isn't right, let's get out of here very quick, shock response kicks in, you know, you can start gasping and, and various things, but mm. it, it's an exercise in control, you know, by able to get in and control how you're feeling, control your emotion, um, control the, the physical shock response of your body, and once you get past that, which is usually about couple of minutes, two or three minutes, um, and then just start breaststroking around, I'm not, I'm not suggesting go dashing off uh, in front crawl, <laughs> then it, it, it starts to feel great, and it feels really, really great. Um, so, so my personal experience is, is I enjoy it. Uh, when, I, when you get back out, you, you've got a, a short window of time um, before you start really shaking and all the shivering kicks in, so um, getting yourself dressed and getting yourself um, with your kit on um, uh, as quickly as you can before you start shaking, and, and you really, you know, like I say, you feel great for the rest of the day. And, and there is a, you know, a big part of it is it can benefit an individual's mental health. Um, I know you've spoken about that being a key benefit of open water swimming. Are you able to tell me a bit more? Well, yes. I mean, the first thing to say is this, this is all very anecdotal, mm. um, and, and a lot of things with, with mental health are very anecdotal. I mean, a, a lot of the studies now that they're doing with um, antidepressants uh, and such uh, are, are proving fairly conclusively that they, uh, they they have very little benefit frequently um, to and uh, in comparison to, to placebo. Mm. So mental health as a whole and improving mental health yeah, seems to be shifting away from a from a medicated approach to it to uh, to a, a, a more physical approach to it. And one of those tools is um, is is called open water swimming. Um, are you are you, are you aware of any um, any any groups which have sort of embraced that and are taking individuals? Well, we've seen to... we've seen quite a few. Um, so one of the lakes that, that, that I swim with up in uh, up in Oxford, we've had several people who uh, I wouldn't say been prescribed by their doctor, but they've been mm. suggested uh, by their doctor to to try open water swimming and to try cold water swimming, um, and, and fairly frequently. 
frequently, it's had um, it, it, it's had really good results. In fact, I can't think of a time when someone's been um, sent along and has braved it and done it that it hasn't had a really positive impact on. The way, the, the way that I would describe it is that if, if you're worried about something and you've been up all night, I mean, we can all relate to this situation. Mm. You're thinking about something at work or you can't sleep or whatever it might be. Uh, if you were to get in a cold water swim that next morning, um, and, and get in and involved in that, you will, halfway through that swim, you'll be thinking, what was I even worried about? Yeah. When you get back out, you, when you get back out, you feel extremely resilient, extremely robust, um, and in very much a problem solving, let's sort this out kind of a mode. Mm. So that, that's, that's very anecdotal, but what isn't anecdotal now is the, the number of people that are being um, suggested this way by some more forward-thinking GPs um, rather than instantly being prescribed uh, antidepressants. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I think a big part of it is, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone as well. Um, yeah, that's a difficult thing because a... if, you are, if you are in a situation where you're suffering from anxiety or depression, it's all very well someone coming along and saying, hey, don't jump in a freezing lake or walk into a freezing no, lake. No, it has to come from them. Yeah. Absolutely. And you mentioned, in terms of location, you mentioned your, your favourite swim spots, but are there any others which you can tell us about? Um, I don't know, but I think people will probably imagine you know, the Lake District being a popular place to swim. Fantastic. And what would be your top five pieces of advice for individuals who are new to, to open water swimming, especially as you know as we're coming into the winter months now? Um, that might be very daunting um, for someone for the first time. So, what, what advice would you offer them? Well, I, I wouldn't usually advise that a new swimmer would would kick off now. 
um, because, yeah, that, that would be quite tough. The temperature yeah. in general is getting around to about nine degrees water temperature. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you know, to the untrained eye here, um, they say, well, you know, nine degrees outside is not too bad. What you've got to remember is that water is a thousand times more efficient at taking heat away from the body than, than air is. So uh, nine degrees will feel very, very cold for anyone who's not used to that and getting it for the first time. Um, that said, um, I think my top piece of advice would be to make sure that you're, um, you're going to uh, an approved open water swimming location, be it a lake, be it the river, be it a sea, um, and, uh, and discuss it with the, 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 the people who are, who are working there, um, have a chat with them, um, look out for any dangers if, if, if it's the sea, um, you know, speak to, as I say, the, man, the, the management of that lake or, or the, the manager who, who's ever running that uh, lake swimming session. Um, in terms of, you know, get, you know, getting involved for the first time, equipment, you know, the great thing about open water swimming is it's not, it's not too kit hungry. Mm -hmm. There's probably two or three things that... Uh, Unlike cycling. <laughs> Unlike cycling. <laughs> Unlike cycling, yeah. No, I mean, especially if you're going to get in non-wetsuits, which is kind of the point of um, cold open water swimming, you really just need your, your bathing costumes, goggles, and a hat. Um, the hat's got um, some minor, you know, warmth uh, around it, but really not very much. Um, but it's more about being seen, uh, especially if you're in a lake or, or in a river. Um, another essential bit of kit that I would use, which um, helps with regards to buoyancy, is there's a thing called a tow float. I don't know if you've um, seen or heard of these. Mm -hmm. uh, these are devices that um, it's, a, it's a, a belt goes around your waist, and if you can imagine a kind of uh, a blow-up bubble, blow-up bubble bag at the back that just drags along behind you. Okay. Um, you can put kit inside it, and also if you get a bit tired, you can just lean on it for a moment, and it uh, and it you know, supports you in the water. Um, and, and it makes you very, very visible to uh, other other water users. Um, I think they, what other advice would I give? Um, certainly in cold water, don't dive in. Um, don't dive into open water swimming as a general rule of thumb, uh, regardless, um, because you might not know the depth or you might know exactly what's hidden underneath. Mm -hmm. um, so walking into the water and just uh, gradually acclimatizing to the cold in this case, getting up to your waist and then just gently sort of pushing down, uh, and pushing off rather, and breaststroking around for, for two or three minutes um, whilst your body goes through the, the, the shock response and, and dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, soon after that, I promise, you <laughs> start to feel quite nice and, uh, and comfortable. And then when you get out and dry yourself and get dressed, you'll feel amazing. Fantastic. And for PTs listening who, they might be, you know, keen swimmers themselves, what qualifications and education is on offer if they want to go into open water swimming coaching? Um, well, open, there's, a, there's an offshoot from Swim England, which is the national governing body of, of, open, of, uh, of swimming, mm -hmm. um, for level one and level two open water swimming. But you need to come at that from a point of view of having done some of your basic um, swim training uh, assessments and, uh, and swim training training um, before going on to that. If I'm honest, I'm not an expert in that area, but I think the, the, the place to start with that would be um, the Royal Life Saving Society mm -hmm. um, and Swim England will be, be the place to look at 
um, in terms of uh, PT and accreditation. Great stuff. And, you know, with Christmas coming up, I know um, Boxing Day dips are quite a popular choice for people. Will, yeah, you, will, yeah, will you be yeah. getting involved in any of those? Um, do you know what? I, I never have. And people have asked me that a few <laughs> times. And it's partly because of um, not being the greatest cold war swimmer in the world. Um, but, uh, yeah, I probably should do, shouldn't I? There's one down <laughs> um, where my in-laws live down in Portsmouth. Oh, okay. Um, so if I'm down there, I think we are this year, then I may have to just go down and make sure there's uh, there's an Instagram evidence based <laughs> that's great and are you aware of any um, any clubs which people can join sort of in yeah there's, uh, there's, there's again there's a lot of clubs um, uh, uh, yeah, Facebook is, is a great place to, to start because most of the clubs set up uh, pages on there I mean in and around our area we've got Henley Open Water Swimming Club which has got a, you know, a membership of about 80 or 90 people now um, we've got Oxford Open Water Swimming Club um, which is up at um, Queenford Lakes um, and, and there's a lot of kind of funny names um, informal clubs which have got you know hundreds of people involved in them one of the, one of the really big ones actually is over in Essex uh, direction which is the Chalkwell Redcaps mm-hmm. um, and that's a hugely popular club and uh, and a really well run club as well and you have options to get your um, lifeguard qualifications um, by the club uh, and that's been running now for I think about sort of 15 16 years something like that so there's a lot of clubs um, around I would say the best place to start um, will be uh, well on Facebook. If you turn up at accredited lakes where swimming's going on, um, you'll soon find that there'll be four or five um, groups there, and uh, and I'm sure suggestions will be made about who would be good for you to swim with and, uh, and team up with. Great, that's really useful um, advice. That would you say that all ages are getting involved? Have you seen a dramatic peak in certain age demographic? Um, well, it, it, it depends really. But from a, from a, an events point of view, my events hat on, mm. we, we, we've got a sweet spot of probably around the 40 to 45 year olds who, who get into it, who get into open water swimming. Uh, and that can be off the back of a, of a number of different things. They've come from a, they've got an injury from a different sport. For instance, mm. with rugby, we get a lot, a lot of ex-rugby players. Um, or, you know, we get a lot of um, ladies who are, who, who don't enjoy running for various reasons or cycling. Mm. Uh, the great thing about swimming is that it's, uh, it's load bearing. Um, so we get a lot of um, people, uh, ladies coming after pregnancy, uh, after childbirth, right now, rather, and, and coming and uh, getting involved in, in open water swimming. Uh, and what's great to see now is that um, we get a lot of kids who've, uh, who've I say kids, you know, sort of early 20s, who are coming off swim programs. Uh, and typically, mm. if you've been on a swimming pool program with a club, um, it, it's not uncommon for, for, for these guys and girls to be burnt out by 18, 19 years of age. Mm. Um, and we're seeing quite a few of them now coming back and trying a slightly different sport, that being open water swimming, um, which is giving them a, a, a new lease of life. So there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it. They seem to come from all over. But um, open water swimming is very in vogue now. Um, and, uh, and and seems to be growing in popularity day by day. That's fantastic. And is that is that a global thing, or is that sort of you know? Well, a, a I, I don't know about global, but 
um, certainly the UK is, is being called the mecca of open water swimming. So okay. it's, it's really it's really grown exponentially in, in the UK and becoming more and more popular, and it's getting more and more media time, which is a surefire indication that, mm. there's, uh, that there's something there. Um, particularly the um, the associated, albeit anecdotal, health benefits that uh, that, that come from swimming. So it, I, I think largely I, I can comment on UK wise. Um, That's brilliant. Thanks for um, joining us today on the FitPro podcast, Jeremy. And I wish you every uh, success for your Boxing Day dip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you posted on that. I'll uh, sound like I've made a rock to my own back then. <laughs>